This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the best when things are worst. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members for making our truth journey a reality. To listen to part two of tonight's interview and all of our interviews, just go to VeritasRadio.com and click on the subscribe button. You'll receive your login immediately. And have you listened to Sanitas Radio yet? If you haven't, you are missing out. You cannot put a price on health, and Sanitas is doing for health what Veritas does for the truth. Check it out. Go to SanitasRadio.com. And with the season changing, this will be a good time to purchase MMS. You never know when you'll need it. And it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Go to the Veritas store to purchase it. And speaking of the Veritas store, our season is ending on November the 30th. By December 1st, you'll be able to purchase Season 5 of our futuristic metal-cased USB drive. And to get in touch with us for member support, media inquiries, you want to be a guest or are a whistleblower, there's a link for you by clicking on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. Did you know that there are stories of contact between aliens and humans from all across the globe, dating back to 1932, including meetings with military personnel and American presidents, such as Eisenhower and Kennedy. 
Did you know a former member of MI6 had a conversation with Neil Armstrong at a NASA classified conference when he confirmed that there were quote-unquote other spacecraft on the moon when Apollo 11 landed in 1969? Is planet Earth a laboratory, an experiment, an alien enterprise? For this and much more, Timothy Good is tonight's special guest right now on Veritas. Timothy Good is widely regarded as one of the world's leading civilian authorities on alien phenomena, known for his integrity and determination as a highly skilled researcher. He is the author of many books, including the latest, which I believe becomes available today, November the 14th, 2013, and it's titled Earth, an Alien Enterprise, the shocking truth behind the greatest cover-up in human history. And to learn more about Timothy Good and his work, buy his books and read a more comprehensive bio, you can find links on our website at veritasradio.com. And directly from London, England. And after almost five years, I'm delighted to have Timothy Good back on Veritas. Hello, Timothy, and welcome back. Thank you very much indeed, Mel. It's, it's a pleasure. It's my pleasure, and I was so glad to receive your new book. I have to tell you, I hardly slept last night because all these cases are so, so fascinating. But first of all, the title of your book, Earth and Alien Enterprise, why the title? Well, I am convinced now, after many decades of research, that that Earth has always been of great interest to aliens from elsewhere. I'm absolutely certain that we are a, a hybridized product of an alien civilization which has been on this planet for millennia. And um, the, the, uh, the good book, not mine that is, <laughs> the Bible states, I think it's Genesis chapter 6, that there were giants on the earth in those days and they saw the daughters of men that they were fair and came in unto them. You can't get more graphic than that. So it, it's clear that there's some type of, of hybridization process has has been in process, um, was in process many, many, million, maybe thousands, maybe millions of years ago. I don't know precisely the timing. What do you think the purpose of this hybridization program? And I believe Dr. David Jacobs uh, speaks about this too. Well, if you're talking about hybridization with David Jacobs, I have a great admiration for for uh, for, for David, and he gave a presentation at uh, at Oxford University like about three or four weeks ago, which I, I couldn't attend unfortunately, but he was over here. I have the greatest admiration for him, but uh, I where I agree with him absolutely, completely, and we agree on many many things, is that. Um, the hybridization is not essentially for our benefit. Um, so I think we have to make a clear distinction between the type of hybridization which has been going on with some of these so-called gray critters, of which there are several species, in my opinion. I think that's been going on for a long time. And uh, one of my Washington sources gave me a, a lot of information about that. And apparently it's been going on since the 1940s. There is a process whereby they are trying to produce a hybridized race, a hybridized species, which is a combination of them, 
this particular grey species and us human beings. And that, I believe, according to my Washington source, and the information is out of date now, it, it, it dates back about 20 years, is, is that they have succeeded in producing a type of hybrid. The purpose being to uh, apparently take over the planet. That is what I have been told. Whether it's true or not, I, I can't confirm it, but um, um, uh, the sort of hybridization, that, that's, that's one type of hybridization, but I think, uh, as I said earlier, that it goes way back, maybe, maybe thousands, maybe millions of years, when, when humans have been uh, blending with aliens from elsewhere, and we are a hybridized product. Well, it doesn't seem that far-fetched to me, and the reason why I say this, let's say that we had to vacate planet Earth to move to another planet, but that planet was not that uh, conducive for us, for us to live there. If there was a race of people there, we may have to hybridize our own race in order to be able to go there. Do you think they're terraforming this planet in order, as you say, possibly to, to, I hate to use the word infiltrate, but to actually take over. Well, that's what I've been told by, by a Washington source, and uh, not just in Washington, in, in, uh, in other countries as well, someone who's, who's very well informed about these things, that there is a plan to, to um, take over the planet. I mean, it sounds, it sounds like science fiction, but um, certainly... There has been a type of hybridization between some of these races and us, and, and there's no question that people have been abducted, and that seems to have been on the increase since the 1940s, in my opinion, based on, based on what I've, I've, I've studied worldwide. Right, right. Let me start with a question that Captain uh, Edward Ruppelt asked uh, in 1955, almost 60 years ago. About the UFO issue, and even with the advent of cell phone cameras and, and affordable camera equipment today, what constitutes proof today, in your opinion? As, as Rappelt said, you know, does a flying saucer have to land, you know, beside the Pentagon to prove the point? And um, the proof is that thousands of people, maybe tens of thousands of people, throughout the planet have had contact with with extraterrestrials. I'm absolutely convinced of that. I've had my own experiences, probably three or four by now, which go way back to 1963. And the last one was in Poland about about eight, eight or nine years ago, which was rather disturbing, actually. But um, maybe we can talk about that later. No, that's fine. I just uh, find it interesting, and not to, to offend anybody who's religious, but sometimes... If you have conversations with religious people and they think, oh, Mel, please don't talk to me about UFOs, that's absolutely nonsense. All you have to do is look at the sky and see the billions of stars. You know, they, they believe and they believe everything that their book says. Why is it that there's this level of arrogance from the religious co community? Not everybody, but most of them when you discuss this topic. Do, can you comment on Gosh, that? I wish I knew. Um, I have. I have sort of um, discussed the religious aspects towards the end of my book. I think in my final chapter, um, it, it seems, for example, that what you say is, what you say is correct, that, that there is a sort of reluctance or, or, or a determination to, to, to uh, 
um, to disprove the, the fact that there could well be aliens coming here. But the Catholic Church, I, I'm quite sure, um, has a great deal of information. And a lot of the cardinals have been coming forward in recent years with a very open open approach to the whole thing. And, they, and um, I believe... Even um, the, the most recent pope has, not the most recent one, but the one before that, has, has commented quite favorably, uh, saying that there's, it's quite likely there are other human beings, um, on, you know, from, from, from elsewhere. In the universe, there are other human beings very similar to ourselves. So, you know, I think certainly the Catholic Church is... Is, has become forthcoming in recent years. There's a, a lot of statements made by various cardinals, and, and um, even the Pope has added added to that several years ago. So, I think I think as far as the Catholic Church is concerned, they they are are, are becoming quite open to it. Certainly, can't say the same of of many other churches. Um, for example, um, the Catholic Church in the United Kingdom is is is, is ha, ha, doesn't seem to have any any real opinion about that. I think the Vatican is more advanced in that respect um, in terms of Catholic Catholicism. But um, in in Britain, the the Church of England, they they just they very very seldom comment on the likelihood of of alien beings elsewhere in any way, shape, or form. But the Catholic Church certainly has, in Italy in particular. Well, I agree. Uh, well, Father Gabriel Funes, uh, Pope, yes. the former Pope uh, Benedict, saying E.T. is our brother. Do you think they're saying this because if there's a probability that we may have contact, that the Catholic Church wants, wants to position itself to continue? Because if they continue to deny it, and all of a sudden E.T. comes here, that that may be... A thing of the past? Yes, um, I think I think so. There's there's so many people have have come forward, and a number of popes. I mean, according to George Adamski, who who actually is a very was a very extraordinary man in in many respects. He liaised with the Catholic Church. He, I believe, spoke to um, he had a, a meeting, a private, at least one private meeting with I think it was Pope one of Pope Pius, um, he had several meetings with, with people in charge of the Catholic Church, with, with several of the popes um, in the Vatican. And there's no question in my mind that uh, um, there was a, 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 very, a great deal of knowledge at very high levels in the Vatican regarding uh, the alien situation, and that aliens themselves had had communication, direct communication with, with some popes. Adamski confirmed that himself, apart from his own meetings with, with various, with, certainly with two different popes. He said that the aliens themselves had uh, had, had classified meetings with, with, with several popes themselves. And from a government point of view, a government and military point of view, I'm only playing devil's advocate here, folks, so don't criticize me for saying this. I can see how the establishment wouldn't want to to disclose the technology or, you know, for it to land in the wrong hands or, or risk destabilizing organized government, religion, the economy, etc. So if there's, 
there are two most why are the most the two most important reasons for the secrecy how can the veil ever be lifted uh, tim well a lot of information has been made available to people who who have a need to know as they say there's no question about that and what i have learned is that um, for example in the so-called amicizia case which is a very complicated very complex case i've i've devoted at least one chapter to it in in my book people from all walks of life were selected by a group of human human aliens very similar very similar to us some were dissimilar some of them were very very tall i reproduced a photograph um, of a 10 foot tall alien who was associated with the amicizia group and um, very nice looking guy people think it's, it's it's difficult to believe but there's a lot of evidence and these guys, these guys were taken, uh, t- uh, were, were, were communicating with, with a number of uh, ca- Catholic uh, hierarchy, including um, Professor Bruno Samachiccia, who was um, a Catholic uh, historian, well-known Catholic historian, and, and he had regular meetings with, with, with aliens during this Amicizia process, which lasted for about 30, 40 years in Italy and many other countries around the world, in as far away as Chile, for example, and the United States and, and other countries in Europe. This is a very fascinating story. I want to devote some time later during the interview. That uh, image that you mentioned of the 10-foot uh, alien, was that uh, this Pietro? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll discuss it later. But in the book, you say that half of the entire Chinese population, that is hundreds of millions of people, believe in UFOs, and that hundreds, possibly thousands of Chinese scientists are involved in research. Correct. Some of them firmly believe that ETs are living among us. I understand scientists in the USA want proof, but why can't the research in the U.S., Tim, be given the tools and the seriousness given in, in China? Because in, in the USA, if you're a, a scientist under a government grant or, or employment, discussing UFOs might be the kiss of death as you know yes that's quite that's quite correct but the thing is that that there are those who have information who are given information and those who are not and a lot of people have not had their own personal proof but a lot of people from all walks of life have had proof including people in governments and in the military and that has been going on for a very long time and According to the Amicizia people, and um, one of whom was involved, uh, Stefano Breccia, a great guy, a scientist, he'd lectured at the uh, former Soviet Academy of Sciences. He, he was very well, uh, highly qualified scientist, and he had regular meetings. I mean, v- on a very regular basis with, with, with these guys from all over for, for nearly 40 years. And he gave me a lot of information, um, including new information, which he hadn't published before, which he, he kindly gave me about um, how they actually passed us their technology. And the reasons for that, people think, well, why on earth would they want to give us their technology? But the reason is that what they've actually given us some of their craft, not just the Amicizia aliens, but some of the human human-type aliens who are with whom we are genetically related have been passing 
technology to us and craft. In some cases, their own craft have given us, and that's been going on for... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.